Tonight's episode is brought to you by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you're located in the U.S. and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. Contact Johnny Weaver at ICChiller at att.net. That's I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. On this episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Star Wars and the Battle of Valhalla. PlayStation, the highs and the lows. It's all about the beers and the games, boys. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. And happy November, everybody, a.k.a. Thanksgiving if you're in the U.S., because the pioneers, the pilgrims, you know, they came the in. The slaughtering and the murdering, you know, everything. Yeah, I, I, Native Americans. I prefer the first grade version, which is they broke <clears throat> bread, the Indians showed us how to shut corn, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, all I, all I prefer is the reality we live in now, and it's a good life we have. This is so, true. I'm, I'm thankful. You know why it's such a good life? Because it's episode 92. <clears throat> yeah. The last Whoa. episode of November for us, guys. Um, yeah. No podcast next week. So if you're looking for us on Thanksgiving, it's we're not going to be there because we're going to be stuffing our faces. Daddy's going to eat a turkey. Mm-hmm. A little turkey. That sounds like, sound like it hit you guys with a day. No D. Daddy's going to be eating turkey. Nice, <laughs> he can't even he can't even talk right. He's so full. I love that. Hey, in honor of tonight's podcast, I'm drinking some eggnog. Already Ooh. broke out the old Brahms eggnog. You know, in honor of the podcast, I'm drinking Diet Seven Up. Is mm. it uh, regular eggnog or is it spiked eggnog or what yeah, are we working with? Regular boring eggnog. No, no whiskey oh, okay. tonight. Okay, I'll be over here. I saw some. Bullets. I saw some eggnog at the liquor store that was like pre pre mixed, like it was yeah. just like. Mm. Well, guys, but we're not we're not talking about uh, alcoholic beverages mixed in with your eggnog. Of course, uh, we are talking about alcoholic <laughs> beverages later on. <laughs> we got gaming news. Me and Ryan are bringing oh, that yeah. tonight, spicing it up with a little uh, personality. And, uh, and uh, Hunter is looking like uh, good old Cousin Eddie over there. Um, <laughs> he's going to be bringing us some PlayStation 5 news. Basically, well, because like the way you have your hair combed over, it's just totally cousin what? Eddie. Yeah, go back and watch Christmas Vacation early. You know, COVID I've watched it five times. Yeah, COVID hit this year. There's no rules. There's no rules for right. 2020. Yeah, I'm sorry for 2021. It's it's got to be a turning point after how crazy this year was. Mm-hmm. I said there's so- no way it could be any worse. Hey, I said something to the effect of that. One of my coworkers said, "What makes you think 2021 is going to get better?" I said, "Well, it, it just kind of it just kind of has to." Okay. Well, it could be a complete collapse and, and martial law and, you know, president not conceding and all kinds of crazy stuff could happen. That's true. But Alec Trebek died, you know, so. Oh, really? Yeah, that was last week. Lost his battle with cancer. So I'm, I'm, I'm sad about that. What, <sighs> is we, what is we miss you? Mm-hmm. I think they need to bring Will Ferrell on to SNL and do like a tribute skit to mm-hmm. him, you know. 
Mm-hmm. So, but again, we we keep veering off, guys. I know, I know, it's not gaming related, but we don't care. <laughs> oh, I like it. Yeah, good recovery. Yep. So, are any of you guys playing anything right now? Just throwing it out there. I'm playing the back of my eyelids for four hours a night. There you playing go. Playing myself because I ain't making money like Ryan is right now. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> no, me and Hunter did hop on that Dead by Daylight life, and uh, did you? It was fun, but... Uh, yeah, me, Justin, you, and Rowdy. It was a fun yeah, night. it was. So here's the thing. When it stuff slows down for you, Ryan, we need to get on, and then we need to run fives because we'll have a killer and four people. Yeah, because right now mm-hmm. the, the queue lines in that game is awful. Apparently, really? Apparently the killer to survivor ratio is off balance. So right bad. Now. Yeah. Hmm. So you're waiting in line a long time. So everybody wants to be a survivor and not a killer. Right. Yeah, they might need to kind of go towards it. Like, if that continues to be an issue, they might need to go towards the randomization thing. Well, it's never been an issue yeah. before, so that's surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Or they could, like like I was telling you, do like a, some kind of reward system for being a killer. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, give people true. an extra You get more blood points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, that's what's going on in Dead by Daylight. I stepped into the pre-patch event of World of Warcraft. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm surprised you're even here tonight. Yeah, well, I've already got most of my gear, so I'm okay. Mm-hmm. It's all catch-up mechanics, so we're good. But yeah, they got me stoked for that. Really excited. So the only person not gaming is Ryan. He's gaming yep. them, gaming that money. That's right. <laughs> Trying. We'll come out of this. We'll come out of the season. Hopefully, uh, you know, out of debt. We're not going to have any cash in our pockets, but. You know, if we can get out of the debt that we're in right now and be on top of this house deal, it'll be good. Hey, what people don't understand is and when you own a company, debt is just part of the deal, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that's, you know, and anyways, I, 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 I'm married to a woman whose father owns a very big company and that's mm-hmm. just part of, that's part of the gig. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was talking to a guy just the other day that I did Christmas lights for and I was explaining to him our expansion and he was giving me some warnings about growing too fast and things like that and. He was telling me, but you know, one thing you're not going to avoid, Ryan, is is that, you know, trying to balance your books with what's coming in. He said that's not going to go away. Mm. I said, yeah, that's. Probably, I don't want to hear that. It only, probably only becomes a bigger problem because it's more. Yeah, right? he, he he told me he said if we don't if we don't do five hundred thousand in sales a month, we're upside down next month. <laughs> I said what? Yeah, that's crazy. He said just just the way it is. And I said <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Hope, hope you end up hiring a good accountant later on down the road and Jeez. you know just keep it all going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, what we are going to keep going, guys, is gaming news. We're bringing it hard, fast, with a little bit of sauce for your turkey. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, that was... That statement was all over the board. It's a graphic novel. <laughs> I'm in a mood. You'll have to forgive I'm me. I'm going to need some extra gravy to wash that out of my eye sockets. <laughs> And ear holes. Yes. I'm just going to drink this here eggnog. Call it good. Are you sure that ain't spiked, bro? Uh Uh-huh. Totally positive. Leaks for Geeks. You heard it right, guys. It's time for Leaks for Geeks, News for Dudes. You know, uh, the stories from the stories. Yeah. I thought I had something better. 
just <laughs> to a horrible wreck. I'm well, sorry. Well, that's what Clinton did but just, just a while ago. No, not never, never. That's just uh, when you do a late night recording, those things just happen. Mm, that's, that's what true. that is. Oh, so in the gaming world, Ryan, it's it's uh it's really picked up. You got Xbox Series X out there, PlayStation Five out there, people throwing throwing items on sale for thousands of dollars. You know, for a PS5, $1,600 here, whatever. Is that what they're doing? Are oh, they yeah, doing the old deed? Oh, yeah. Because they're sold out? Oh, yeah. man. I'm pissed. Should have jumped on that train. No, I've always talked I, about it. I saw, just wait a couple months. I saw one no, post. No, no, no. That's not what he means. He means you should have bought a few. That's yeah. what people do. Oh, yeah. That's like back when uh, the Connect came out. I told my mother-in-law, I was like, hey, when that Connect comes out, if you have the extra money, I'm telling you, buy about 20, 30 of them. Forget the stocks that you're playing right now because they're going to sell out of Connect and the Connects are going to sell for at least double. You just double all your money. Yep. Sure enough, they did. Some of them were going for like four times as much. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Like it happens all the time on this stuff. I saw one someone. Crazy. I don't know how true it was, but they posted the picture like $32,000 PlayStation 5. I'm pretty sure it was fake. I mean, someone might have posted it, but it doesn't mean it no, sold yeah, it's for it. Sell. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to meet the idiot that buys that. Yeah, well, I mean, it happens, right? Tickle me elbow. It's like five, ten grand commonly, and they said one of them sold for like close to a million for a Tickle Miyama. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Well, that's what's going on right now. If you're having trouble finding uh, a, a system, um, you can go and buy it for triple the price right now over on the on eBay. So try right. that out. But if you're going to spend that, why wouldn't you just get a super good gaming computer and forget about it? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make to any hold sense. Over till later. You can wait. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or if you want another option and you like beer, well, mm. this option right here might be right up your alley, okay? So good old Bud Light, the beer brand produced by Anheuser-Busch, has created, has created a video game console. It's called the BL6, and yes, it will keep two of your beers cold. No. <laughs> yeah, as a 16 gigabyte, 16 gigabytes of memory and six games, including... Tekken 7 and Soul Calibur 6. It has a built-in Asus projector and it has the freeform factor of a six-pack of beer. (laughs) The the writer of The Verge that did this article, he says, the problem with these devices is that they're impossible to get. He says uh, you can't even find a place to cop a controller and Bud Light's BL6 is currently going for more than 1,000 at auction. Anywho, if you're into Bud Light and you love collector's items, Mm -hmm. this bad boy is one to grab, I'd say. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like you said, I feel like this is something you buy to put on your shelf. Yeah. Yeah. You're not really going to use it that much, if at all, you know. But good poolside toy, you know, throw some sheets up by the pool. It's got to work though. I mean, you got to go. Hey guys, check this thing out. You got to be able to turn it on. And it works. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We don't. We don't have. If, proof if it's of that like yet. the, yeah. If it's like the display, you still can't like can't see it all even in the dark room because it's so dim and cheap. I'd be like disappointed. It's not even really a collector's oh, item at that point. No, yeah. I feel like people collect it even if it doesn't work. But like made this in 2020 and it didn't ever work. But this is one of a thousand that were made. True. That's true. Yeah, You're right. It's got good points. All good points. Well, Ryan, that that was my cool, my cool story of the night. 
It's oh, yeah. all, it's all good points. Yeah. <laughs> Full of puns tonight. Uh, well, in, in direct connection to the Bud Light story. Oh, here we my, go. Tequila! Or is it Corona? It's neither. Well, Corona it's Gaming? Baby, it's Baby Yoda in Minecraft. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's actually not connected at all. I just wanted to say that. So okay. it's kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, how's he going to tie that in? Well played. Uh-huh. Well played. <laughs> yeah. You guys both. Yeah. You, you bit hook, line, and sinker. Uh, Baby Yoda joins Minecraft in the new Star Wars crossover. Okay. Um, it says, Herm, DLC focused on the original Star Wars trilogy pushed my buttons. It does. Um, Today, Minecraft announced that new Star Wars crossover is available now on the marketplace. Uh, that adds content from A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, and The Return of the Jedi, as well as The Mandalorian. Yes, there is Voxel Baby Yoda. Voxel Baby. And we have not, uh, I have not watched the new um, Mandalorian because I'm too busy, but I loved the first one. So I'm sure it's going to be good. I don't know if you guys got to watch it. No, no I started sure. the first one, but I haven't. I need to get back in it. Oh yeah, they they were good. The I whole hear, series. I hear season two is still loved though. It's not like it's like getting anything bad. So no, no people are loving it. Yeah, uh, it says the pack consists of a map, twelve planets. Um, let's see. Oh, twelve planet dioramas, a skin pack, and official soundtrack. Locations chosen are the classic. The Death Star, Moss. Oh, someone's gonna kill me for this. Moss, Eastley Cantina. Shut it. The uh, Ewok Village, famous cantina. Yeah, but I don't know how to pronounce that. Is I think there, it's Eastley. Is that where Han Solo shot first? I think so. Hoff, Hoff complete with at at Walker's uh, Jabba Palace. Okay. And much more. So, uh, I mean, this has got it all, man. I mean, what more could you want other than pixeled squared Jabba the Hut? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is looking sweet, and so is the Mandalorian. He's in there too. Okay. So, if you're into Mandalorian, you're into Star Wars, and you're into Minecraft, which you know all three of those are automatically connected, then you got to go check it out. Yeah, sounds fun. It's kind I of fun to listening out, to try to say the names too. That's really. I need cool. to figure out which Thank Minecraft you. I need to be able to like download those new maps because um, the one I got is not the right one. Because I was listening to Clinton. Yeah, Java is the one if you want to do all the upgrades and, and mods and stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think I got Windows we, Ten. We bought the one on Windows Ten. Yeah, you got the Microsoft one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I didn't know when I bought it that there was even a difference. So. Now they do ha- they do have stuff on there. It's just it's more like yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff. That, yeah, and it costs a lot of it costs mm-hmm. rather than being free. Yeah. So I seen that they made the whole um, like Lord of the Rings map on Skyrim or not Skyrim uh, on Minecraft okay. too, and I'm like super pumped about all that stuff. Like I want to. Oh yeah, I think they- like Harry Potter and yeah, yeah I like saw a- one where they did the whole castle, Harry Potter, and everything. Yeah. 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 They got a Death Star, you know, mm-hmm. on there, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. Such a cool game. It is. Um, Yeah, it is a cool game. Speaking of games, game prices are growing up, Ryan Hunter. Game 65 bucks. 
70 bucks in some cases. By $10. Really? Mm-hmm. We're going over 70 on some? Yeah, yeah. Triple A titles. Yep. So Whoa. players aren't exactly thrilled about it. But no. uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan loves the Bucks. And so he's defending uh, their stance. So mm-hmm. I'll read this article off to you guys and see what you think. It says, uh, launch titles Demon Souls and Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition both have $70 price tags. A Sony spokesperson recently pointed out that the $70 price tag was currently reserved for the company's biggest first-party PS5 titles in a strategy reflective of the growing development resource needed for these ambitious games. Family titles such as Sackboy Big Adventure still retail at 60 bucks. Um, the Telegraph uh, asked if uh, asked uh, the boss, Ryan, if uh, he considered $70 a fair price for video game. And he says, quote, yes, yes, I do. If you measure the hours of the entertainment provided by a video game, such as Demon Souls, compared to any other form of the entertainment, of entertainment, I think that it's very straightforward comparison to draw. A Bloomberg mm-hmm. article recently claimed Sony considered pricing PS5 games even higher than 70, but uh, Ryan labeled this uh, categorically false. He also refused to confirm if future games from top PlayStation studios like Naughty Dog would carry the $70 price tag. He says, I'm not making any predictions about anything that might or might not happen in the future. Um, other publishers have also decided to increase the software prices uh, for some of their next-gen games, including Take-Two's NBA 2K1 and Activision's Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Um, he also refused to comment whether God of War Ragnarok will be released for PS4 um, and claimed claimed the company hasn't received feedback suggesting consumers are concerned about the amount of storage uh, space offered by the PS5 which was, I think, something Ryan had mentioned or maybe Hunter did last week. <sighs> oh, we talked about the, the Xbox having one, only one terabyte and then you having to pay for that. If you want to keep it just as fast and snappy, you got to buy that special um, adapter, mm-hmm. basically, that was the, you know, that you could buy more terabytes in. But, and it has uh, to be that brand, too. Yeah, you didn't have to get that brand, but if you wanted to keep the speeds the same, you did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, here's okay. So, so I, I'm, 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 go ahead, Hunter. So, what you're gonna say? You had a thought. No, I'm, I'm going back to the game pricing. I agree in some sense to that, but there's got to be a rating system on that. I believe. I think, I think it needs to be, uh, price needs to be developed by gameplay hours. Mm-hmm. It needs to be developed by popularity of the game and quality of gameplay. Um, I don't think that. For, for sure, Demon Souls. I feel like you can price that at seventy if you wanted to, because it is a long game. Mm-hmm. It's a very long game. Um, I feel like it's a good quality game. There's no there, no other game out there like it. Um, Spider Man, My- Miles Morales. No, even though it's a really good game, it's a short game. I don't mm-hmm. think you should pay seventy dollars for that game. It's it's you know very short compared to the last game. Um, it's it's a showcase of what. PS5 is going to do, you know, or mm-hmm. a little taste of what they can do with the ray tracing and different things like that. But in the same sense, I I would say if I was Sony, hey, we're going to do $45, $50 for this game because it's, you know, so many hours of gameplay. Yeah. So I, I think that we got to 
there's got to be something that develops a price of the game, not just this is the new standard. It's 70 bucks for every new game that comes out. Yeah. Because I bought some trash games for $60. Well, I, I mean, you know. I was, I was going to bring the point of like you have uh, NBA 2K21. Now, guys, I know I don't play a ton of sports games, but NBA 2K is the same issue I've had with pro wrestling games, the same issue I've had mm-hmm. with other football games. And even I've had issues with the Call of Duty franchise, which mm-hmm. is not enough changes from game to game. Exactly. So with You're Call basically of- buying a new roster. Right. So with Call with Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, it still plays like modern warfare. It's not like uh, me and Ryan were talking about this earlier before you got on Hunter. It's not like mm-hmm. with, with Cold War they can change the game massively because it has to work the same way that modern warfare does so you can play Warzone. So you're telling right. me you're 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 got this game that you already based off an existing engine you have, and you're upgrading my graphics, but the gameplay's not miraculously different, right? And you're telling right. me it's a seventy dollar game now, and then I have issues with microtransactions. Okay, yeah, well if exactly. I'm if I'm paying you seventy bucks, then I better be getting like a year worth of battle pass or something. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm I'm coming from a completely different angle on this. Okay, and I'm, the cheap, I'm the cheap. Go I'm the cheap. I'm the cheap bastard. So my I'm coming from anything else in life has variance, okay? Mm-hmm. And so if you go go buy a car, if you're going to go buy a Toyota or buy a Ford, the price is going to be different. If you're going to buy a Camry or buy a Corolla from Toyota, the price is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, we've kind of fallen into this groove where games cost this much. Well, games aren't movies. You know what I mean? Um, movies are kind of, hey, you get two hours of a movie and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's not how games are. Some games give you so much more depth, so much more entertainment. And so to have a set price, hey, games should be 60 bucks. I don't think that's right. I, I think I agree. There's some games that should be cheaper. There's some games that should be 40 bucks right off the bat. And we see right. it. We're seeing that more on computer games. You see games that kind of drop faster and their prices reflect their sales more than back in the day. New games were just 60 bucks forever. That's just what it was. Yeah. Unless you wanted to buy it used. Now, you can get a game for 30 bucks. That's a decent game. It's a new game on the PC, 30 bucks. It's been out for two weeks. It's not doing well. Price drops to 40 from 60. You know, mm-hmm. we're seeing that. But I do think that there's games that are worth, I mean, like personally, Warzone's free, right? Mm-hmm. Would I have bought Warzone if it was 60 bucks? No, but I already bought Call of Duty Modern Warfare, right? Yeah. But if I knew what Warzone had in store for me in the sense of, how much I was going to enjoy it, how much gameplay I was going to get out of it. I'd pay 80 bucks for it. No problem. And there's other games like that, that we've gotten it like that we've gotten into deeply and played a lot of that. I would definitely pay more than the 64 and not care. The problem is it's knowing that it's going to be that level of game before you get it is the problem with games, right? But what about plus the extras? Plus the extras. A different lane with me. I agree hundred percent with you. I would pay, more for some games, but I don't like that the standard is starting at seventy dollars for every new game with no proven, like no proof, no proof of how good yeah, it's no okay. improvement. So what, you know, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later. But there's games like that have been hyped up. I won't go into any names for these new generation consoles, right? And and okay, they're top dollar. Well, then we're going to get these guys buying them and be like, eh, I don't know if I should. I, they'll start feeling bad about themselves for spending $70 for what they're playing. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And that's my thing. Okay. So let's rate them It'll just a rating system or, or go by the hours or something. And I'm not talking about a drastic drop in price. I'm saying 60 compared to 70 or 50 
compared to 70, you know? Right, right. Now, how could somebody determine that? Because uh, most manufacturers, like, uh, let's say for cars, for example, yeah, they, they know because of past sales, right? Yes. So if you come out with a new game, that's different. You, it's not like cars to where Toyota's going to come out with a new car, and yeah, they may price that, the Yaris, at a certain price point. Yeah. And then the RS just does so bad because it was really just too cheap of a car for Toyota to have made. And then a few years later, they cycle out of production. Mm-hmm. But when you have a game, how do you determine what that game's worth? The only thing I think they right. can do is say, hey, well, we've produced other games like this, yes. and they've been worth this, which means game companies got to be honest with themselves and go, hey, look, we're making a $40 game. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. So it's, let's market yeah. it as a $40 game. And they're, and and they're not going to be. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. That's the problem. I think as soon as we start seeing some go up to 70 or 75, that'll become the new standard. And, and I, right. I agree that it shouldn't be. But I also think that even a game like, for example, I don't – nowadays, most people don't. I don't know. I don't I don't buy Blu-rays and stuff like that anymore. Mm-hmm. I love great quality videos and movies, but I'm a guy who watches a movie once, and so I can just download it and pay, for, pay to stream it once if that's what I want to do, if it's right. a movie theater kind of movie or something. Yeah. But people do buy Blu-rays. And Blu-rays, I think, are forty to fifty dollars. Yeah. For like a four K Blu-ray, we're talking about a two-hour movie, forty or fifty bucks, or any game is six to eight hours, right? I mean, so then I would say, can I you? Feel like movies have, have they drop pretty fast though? Like right. when it, when they're released released on Blu-ray, um, right after the movie theater or whatever, then yeah, they have a higher price tag. But I feel like yeah. they drop to twenty pretty fast. And that, that's, that's like true. the bottom rate for a, for a new movie at, at Target and stuff like that that I'll see is 20 bucks. That's and true. I'm okay with paying that. Um, and so but, I guess I think maybe that's what should happen with games too. I exactly. Think they, can, they can start wherever they want, but pretty quickly the price should be adjusted to the market. To the market, exactly. But I, but I don't, I, I agree I don't think that. that's going to happen. The thing I think that, that you could soft rate on is just, again, like if, if a game is six to seven to ten hours long, I don't think you should pay 70 bucks for that game. No. But even if it is a great, great game, but then you're talking about you got games out there like Demon Souls or Red Dead that are hours and hours and hours and hours of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Then these people have, you know, and it's not that they've worked any less on the shorter hour game, but it's what the consumer's getting. At yeah. 70 bucks for a game I'm going to beat overnight, it's just doesn't flow well with me. And, okay, so, and I get and I so guarantee should a game that has tons of gameplay, like Red Dead Two, or or let's say, uh, un, let's say there's a new Grand Theft Auto that yeah. comes out, right? We've been waiting on it forever. Mm-hmm. So, so is a game like that who we know we know it's going to have a tons of gameplay, and we're going to yeah. be hooked on it for years to come. Is it worth a hundred bucks? I don't know. That that's hard for you me. You could to do say. a subscription. I, I would. What I would say. you could do a monthly subscription. Yeah. Five bucks, I see, I'd, I'd, ra- I'd rather I'd rather pay a hundred bucks once, yeah, than have to pay for a monthly I, subscription. If I'm saying if I'm saying how much I've played Grand Theft Auto in the last five years, mm-hmm. it's definitely worth hundred bucks. Right, that's right. what I'm saying. So, so that's that, and I, and I agree with you. So I think that but those it, games, yes, but you can't. That's the thing; it's so hard to pre-determine that. But the I only guess, thing you could predetermine on is IGN and all these people who rate the game before it comes out. They've had a preview into it. And usually and those reviews are a little bit increased because of Exactly. You sponsorship. have to go into how much do I trust this source that I follow. So maybe and, Clint's right. Maybe it should be subscription on on those on those games that are made to play like longevity. They're going to be around mm-hmm. a while. You're going to keep playing it. Maybe those ones should be subscription. 
but not a not a high subscription. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it can't be. It can't be like wow, people can't afford fifteen dollars for every game. No, heck no. But I mean, I guess if you did five, what's that going to be? And you know, you're going to be at. But you can cancel any time. It's not like you have to, right? Five months. If you know, okay, in January I'm done with Christmas season and I want to play that game. Okay, it's worth paying the five bucks that month to get all the updates without being overran with microtransactions, Mm -hmm. um, any of that kind of stuff. It's just, hey, here's the game, play it with all the updates. That's a really cool game. That's a that's a cool idea. Uh, What you're talking about, Ryan, is you know you have the set price. Well, I could I could test it first for the five bucks a month, and if I wanted, I could buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be a good. But a good the only look. thing is, then you got speedrunners and people who are going to play through that game in five months, and then they get to play mm-hmm. it for twenty five bucks. Well, yeah, those well those games. Uh, your online would have to be what? What is your bread and butter on that? Yeah, yeah, those are the games that I'm talking about. The ones that are going to be having a continued gameplay for a long time. It's yeah. going to develop. But yeah, see, okay. my my point is this: if you pay seventy dollars, and I'm going to pick on Call of Duty, and I'm going to pick on Two K Twenty One again. If okay. you play seventy bucks to get Call of Duty Cold War, Black Ops Cold War, mm-hmm. it's still gonna for your multiplayer, which I feel like a lot of people buy. I know not mm-hmm. everybody does, but a lot of people buy that game to play multiplayer. Mm-hmm. The multiplayer system is still behind the gate of Battle Pass, which you have to pay yes. for. And all that stuff, all those little packs that that you that you have, you have to buy all the cosmetic stuff, which I know you're not into it, Ryan, so you probably don't really mm-hmm. think about it much. Right, I don't, never. But I'm saying all that stuff's blocked after I already paid for your $70 game. Mm-hmm. Same thing with 2K21, NBA. Yeah. Those 2K games are notorious for having extra stuff locked. Gameplay mm-hmm, yes. modes and things like that locked behind. Even spend another Spend another 25 bucks and get okay. this. Here's the thing. I, I can even give a little more credit to Call of Duty than I can madden and yeah because at least it's just cosmetics because in 2k you're buying a roster like i said that's basically it and now they allow you in 2k to download made rosters offline at any point that you Mm -hmm. want so you don't even have to buy it like i can go in there right now to my 20 i have 2020 right now in there Mm -hmm. i think or even if i wanted to go to my 2019 that i still have downloaded on there i can upload update the newest roster in the nba and so it's like, why? You're buying a new cosmetic to the game, and then you're buying a new roster. And then, like Clinton said, in 2K, you even have to upgrade your player if you're doing uh-huh. a My Player. And if you don't want it to be slow as all get out, you have to spend money on them. Yeah, that's horrible. After you already bought the game. And so, but I come from the, the, the place of like, wow. You know, you've always given me a hard time because it's like, oh, you're buying the game plus you're paying the subscription. Well, their new expansion is forty bucks. Mm-hmm. It's not seventy bucks. I'd be way mm-hmm. more pissed if they said, "Hey, buy our seventy dollar expansion now, pay for our subscription," or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And I mean, I know there's things as gamers that we put up with, and in our right. minds we're like, ah, that's fine, I'll pay that. So I get that. But I'm saying with gaming, the trend has always been they follow the trend upward. So they're, mm-hmm. they're not, it's not like someone's going to be like, you know what? Our game isn't $70 worth. I think we should just go ahead and tell them let's sell it for 50. Yeah. They're not going to do that. They're going to say, oh, they're selling their game for 70. Let's sell ours for 70. Yeah. And yeah, so and, and companies like EA and companies like Activision, Blizzard, and some of these bigger companies, they're going to love if they can, if they can remake a game 
especially these yearly made games. Those are usually the biggest culprits. Oh, dude, and they're just, just bringing in bread. Just recycle that things. sucker. Yeah, you know, it doesn't cost you seventy dollars uh, to a, a game to to make something that's almost identical to the game you made last year, just with some yeah. tweaks and improvements here and there. That's like Art of Survival to release that new beta for a new game they were working on and somebody figured out that they had taken the new like uh, uh, new aspects to the game and overlaid it on Ark Survival the game basically. Mm. Like they uncovered in a menu that it was still an old Ark Survival menu in there. Mm. Really? They were like wait a second, I paid money for this new game and you gave me Ark Survival but with a facelift. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't Makes know. Sense. I'm I'm a, I'm a little salty a little bit just cuz, you know, I'm cheap. I yeah. guess. But I, but I, it's more so that I don't think that they're struggling. You can't tell me that these people aren't raking in the money because it's not Mm -hmm. the the people that are going to benefit from the $70 is the big AAA companies. Mm -hmm. It's not like Mr. Independent over here that made his $40 game is going to, is going to benefit for the $70. I'd rather pay him if he's making a good, like Phasmophobia and those guys who are trying to work up to the top. I'd rather pay them my money. Yeah. But that's just me. I'm also one of those people that appreciates the Giants because if the if the Giants didn't exist, the industry wouldn't be what it is. Yeah, so no, that's true. You wouldn't ha- you wouldn't have your consistency for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have the the money it's got. It wouldn't have the new game creators that it has. None of that stuff. Uh, uh yeah. I, I think that I think we're onto something though. But in all reality, I think I think that we are seeing that in the computer gaming because I've noticed that. Like, dang, that game's free. Like we get free games yeah. fairly often. I go, oh, man, that game's only twenty bucks right now. Yeah. And used to that game was just forever sixty unless you just walked into GameStop and you bought the used disc. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so I do like that there has been some adjustments in that sense. Uh, and I'm sure they actually make more money doing that because they're nobody's buying that game anymore. So they lower it and they make an extra four hundred and sixty sales or whatever it is at that low price, which would have been zero sales had they not lowered the price. Exactly. And now they've got some new user base and all that. Yeah. Well, Friday the 13th uh, is still for sale for 20 pricing, bucks. I think the pricing is so much more fair on PC. Mm-hmm. It is. I agree. So I much agree. better. The uh, next door on my list is Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I haven't played any of the Assassin's Creed because that whole thing happened when I wasn't gaming. But this game looks really good to me. Uh, and right now, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is uh, Ubisoft's biggest PC game launch ever. So it is definitely doing well. It says uh, that they already knew that Assassin's Creed Valhalla doubled Odyssey's day one player count, which is huge because Odyssey was a big one for them. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But uh, Ubisoft, we went over this a hundred times now. It's Ubisoft or Ubisoft? It's It's Ubisoft. Ubisoft. But, But Ubisoft has also confirmed that Valhalla is also its most successful PC launch ever. In a press release, Ubisoft explained that Valhalla has sold more copies than any other Assassin's Creed during the same period of time, mm-hmm. uh, which which isn't all that surprising considering it's one of the few games available on next-gen systems like PlayStation 5. Um, a lot of people were obviously going to buy it because lack of options. Right. I get that. But their numbers on PC... Uh, reflect 
that the game is good, not just because it's the only one available. Yes, mm-hmm. it has been rated the best Assassin's Creed to be released. That's good. Mm. And I'm, I, I love the I love the the Viking stuff. Like I love oh, the show yeah. Viking. Yeah, that's and, definitely a must play for me. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna pick it up. I, I what, love Assassin's Creed. I like I told you guys before. I think it gets a little repetitive. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I gotta try. I've tried one and for every gen at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I'm definitely the, uh, gonna it out. the guy who works for for me, who's helping manage right now. He's a uh, he's I guess you could, he calls himself pagan, but in reality, he believes in Norse mythology. So he's like Viking is his religion. You okay. know, what I mean? like the way the Vikings believed. He believes in Thor and all that stuff. Okay, that's pretty uh, crazy. Yeah, I mean, not calling like, him crazy. Like, like Sorry, his, yeah. <laughs> You don't meet somebody that believes so, that. So that's, no, like, so that's right his religion, really. Oh yeah, yeah. Like okay. he believes, you know, when, when crows fly over, oh, yeah. that Odin, Odin's watching him, and yeah, okay. yeah. So it's interesting. That's pretty. I mean, like, cause it, you know, and they believe that you reach Valhalla dying a warrior's death. So how is he gonna? Is he gonna be in the army or something? Mm, not necessarily. Uh, he's, he's he's gone over a lot of that stuff. A lot of the stuff that we think they believe is not what they believe. Really, it's just kind of like uh, it's just been portrayed that way in yeah, video games, movies. Mythicized by video games and movies. So and was that like just that. like the military viewpoint on it? Probably. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was like the warrior Viking was. You reach Valhalla by a warrior's death. Yeah, and really, I think you reach Valhalla by by dying with a warrior, board. like a warrior's heart, meaning yeah. the man that you were that you are is the right kind of man. You know what I mean? You represent yeah, yeah. what a man is so supposed to be. So you're able to go yeah. out on your shield. Yeah. Yeah. But how you die, I don't think matters if okay. that makes sense. So but it, no but one it, has there to be me for me to make it to Valhalla. So no, no, but no. I think, I think he was telling me that if you're, you know, if you're basically, if you're a sissy or you, you don't handle life properly as a man, you do go almost to like a, it's like a purgatory where you go through some really, really rough stuff, basically to, to get back to Valhalla. To, to, yeah, to get back to Valhalla. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. how it works. I play God of War. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's, uh, there's your religion lesson right there. Uh-huh. God of War. <laughs> it says what, what's interesting though is that uh, Ubisoft says part of the success was driven by uh, all-time record sales through the Ubisoft Store. Oh, so that is different for them, um, which is only found on its Steam-like platform, of course, on on the PC. We don't use the Ubisoft store very much. No. So maybe they had some promotions or sales when that came out on there. I'm not sure. Maybe. Um, or maybe it's not available on Steam or anywhere else. So you have to get it to the Ubisoft store, which helped promote their store on the PC, which mm. is probably pretty likely. I was already excited about this game. It said, still, Valhalla's big success isn't that surprising to me. Uh, I reviewed it at launch and quickly fell in love with it. It's Viking fantasy and surprisingly intimate story. Uh, it's easily the best Assassin's Creed in the entire series and a big improvement over the already great Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, and I've heard a lot of good things about Odyssey, so that's got me definitely. This is right down my alley. I think it would be a fun one. Mm, I'm looking for Valhalla on Steam and not seeing it. So maybe you're not right. seeing it. That's what they're doing, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's exclusively on there first, and they'll release it later mm-hmm. on here, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes sense. They've been really pushing that. Didn't they have a partner deal going with, uh, was it Xbox, or was it uh, Stadia? Or, didn't they, they had a, some kind of deal going with somebody at one point. I'm not sure. I know they're on PlayStation they 5. A, I don't think they're exclusive. 
they're not exclusive, but they did partner. I th- I'm pretty positive they partnered with Xbox for a couple of their series. Okay. Yeah. What you got next, Mr. Clint? Oh, sorry. I was reading the almighty hero. He was sending us a message over on Twitch. He said he randomly stumbled on the stream and he said, not, I'm not even a dad, but very much enjoying the stream. Well, thank you. Thank you. Almighty hero. We really appreciate it. The yeah. almighty. The almighty Valhalla. <laughs> You're right. a warrior. Go with peace. <laughs> All right. So the next bit of news I have is related to Bethesda and uh, their relationship with Microsoft. Big Daddy Microsoft here. Um, it says here that Xbox head Phil Spencer has been cautious when talking about Microsoft's recent Bethesda acquisition. Um, a new statement from the company's CFO, Tim Stewart, has given Xbox and PC gamers the news they've been waiting to hear. Um, it says here that uh, that Stewart says games are going to be, quote, either first or better or best on Xbox Series X and PC. Stewart made the remark during the Jeffries Interactive Entertainment Virtual Conference on November 12th, but prefaced it by saying that Microsoft has no intention of pulling all Bethesda content out of Sony or Nintendo. In quotes, it says, I'm not announcing pulling content from the platforms one way or the other, but I suspect you'll continue to see a shift towards uh, towards a first or better or best approach on all on our platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty much, so just you'll, you'll either get there, it like, first or you'll get some kind of benefits. Yeah, from playing it on that platform. I get what you're so, saying. So, so they're definitely going to be leaning towards, hey, this is our baby. We own it now. Mm-hmm. Here, here you go. Here you go, Microsoft, Xbox people. So, kind of sucks if you got a PlayStation. In, in that sense. Hopefully it won't yeah, be. I mean, they're not going to dumb the game down like the way it plays, I'm sure. That's too, you know what I mean? That would be yeah. too much. I think people would be upset about that. So they're probably going to have exclusives like special things that yeah. you get if you're part of the Xbox or, or I guess, PC too, right? I mean, because mm-hmm. the Xbox Game Pass would be PC. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So got that going on. Was there anything else that you had, Ryan? Yeah, I had. Uh, we were talking about last time Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and not having any gameplay, being disappointed, wondering if they're punking us, wondering if it's going to be what they act like it's going to be. We debated, uh, kind of, hey, is this thing, you know, going to be like? Is it trying to be an open world game? Is it more linear? Is it trying to be more like Grand Theft Auto, but with a whole different vibe of graphics and scenery? Or what are we working at? Because They've kind of told us about the map, and they've bragged about the map, and they've shown us plenty of cinematics, which I can punch cinematics right in the mouth. Uh, (laughs) We got tired of those back with PlayStation 1, right? I mean, you see some cinematics that were amazing. Oh, yeah. And uh, and so we've been a little over-cinematic on this game. Mm -hmm. So actually, just right after we had that last episode, this video released. uh, I don't know if Clint can just share it directly from... Oh, yeah, I'll throw it up. Yeah. Um, it's a long video, so we might start it and then skip through to certain minutes on there, whatever you want to do, Clint, yeah. and check out some of the stuff. We'll come, we can give our opinion on it. But it's a gameplay, strictly gameplay video. It's a 10-minute video. Okay. I'm going to turn off some of the sound, though, because that lady's talking in the background. Oh, okay, yeah. I think she started already. I think she stops yeah. here in a minute. He's playing it on the 
on the live yeah because it's so big it would be a lot of cuts mean that you'll still have plenty to discover when you play it for yourself on december 10th the gameplay so right off the bat for me the graphics strike me as good but definitely not as good as some new next generation games you know what i mean mm -hmm. cars look good and stuff like that but all the details in the background are a little plain yeah i actually love the the color scheme i i don't think it's it's got a realism to it but almost a comic realism yeah with the cyberpunk vibe yeah i love yeah. the style i love the style they went with it yeah the There's style some, looks good some boobies hanging out for us right off the bat so we know what kind of game it's gonna be if you consider those boobies come on man oh my gosh well i'm just saying if we're if we're being honest with the graphics, wow. Well, we got a we got a curse word in the background there. I mean, so I'm just saying right off the bat, we know this is a serious game. Yeah, so no, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think it's more on that Grand Theft Auto vibe. F everything. We're gonna okay. go full adult. But like that's right here, I want to see the guy walk out of the building. Why did you cut? Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Why why didn't he walk out the door? Are you gonna hit me with the with the Skyrim load screen? You know. <laughs> and load screen and another load screen yeah you know? i hope not it's not supposed to be this next generation yeah. supposed to have none of that i know i'm saying it makes me a little I'm so driving little... okay but driving right here tell me that doesn't feel grand theft auto -y, the way it's it moving really it definitely does to me yeah but I he's not the... even but he's not picking up speed yeah no, he's just cruising for sure. It's like it's I, clearly this is still some beta stuff going on. Exactly. They're not pushing. They're not pushing things here. You can tell. There's not much environmental stuff Where, going where's on. Where's my the pedestrians? Where's the pedestrians? No, but I, I do love the. Okay, for it. Okay, so here's my my issue. Like you said, I'm I'm 100 with you, Ryan. There's not enough going on on the streets for this to be a futuristic utopia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've and, seen but I do love the design of the buildings. I mean, it oh, looks me super cool. Yeah, but I love it. Oh, see, Tiana. They did it again. And see, he looks a little turdy, doesn't he? Does he not? Yeah. Like he, does, he doesn't look very good as a, as a, as a uh, NPC, just being honest. Nothing like those uh, previews they showed us. I mean, yeah. he looks like he looks like uh, exactly like if you went all the way back on on um, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, like to the older Grand Theft Auto vibe, you know? not not current gen to me but but i do think that's the direction they're going i think that's what they're trying to get as a is a as a new the problem is the problem out of vibe. the problem is if your graphics aren't going to blow me away which guys we do want to also say that we we understand with youtube sometimes you lose a lot of quality when it comes to gaming as far yeah as but it's not going to make characters choppy and move crappy yeah you know what i'm saying um I do see some ray tracing in this, but I don't. I think it could be a little more wowing than that. Okay, like even see her moving just now. That little dancer girl, yeah. she's got that. She's got that kind of chunky robotic look, look a little bit. I, yeah, I was exactly. able to watch a little bit of the new Spider-Man gameplay on PlayStation Five, mm -hmm. and the ray tracing is incredible in that game. I mean, like, but but still, the reflections. like, like still though, it's like, um, what is this? Like driving Miss Daisy. We're just, we're just kind of following Keanu around. And he's talking, and everybody's just talking. And hey, we're talking. Yeah, and is it first person? And why is everybody moving so slow? Yeah. Is that Malcolm? Moore? Yeah. See, he he looks like he's straight from Saints Row Three. I'm not being exact. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> that's to me. That's what he looks like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, some of the environment. No, you're not. Some of the environment and the way they use colors and everything makes it look great. 
like very good depth, very good. Some some of the ray tracing looks looks decent. Okay, but then so, the characters look like yeah, like you said, just yeah, kind of, kind of cut. Let, yeah, let's so let's skip over and animations. see. We, okay, here we go. Here's some gameplay. Here we go. Some gun use. Wow. A little underwhelmed, man. Yeah. Got to say. It just feels unresponsive, doesn't it? Yeah, it, yeah. Does. it seems weird. It's like yeah, I mean, we're watching it without sound, which could be a big part of it. Clint's not, maybe I guess. Well, I'm not, and it's the sound's okay, but the way the guns move don't even look very. Yeah, it seems smooth. clunky. That's what I'm saying. Just seems kind of like. Are we all? Okay, here's what it seems like. I'll tell you right now, which is very odd, and I think this is what we're experiencing. I just I just realized what it is. Like I popped a narcotic yeah. and started playing this game. No, 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 no. It looks like we're trying to play. Grand Theft Auto, but the movement and the shooting and the vibe is Borderlands, which is very weird. No, it's because not, Borderlands it's, Borderlands is meant to be that way. It's a cel-shaded game. It's got that chunky vibe, but this is not supposed to be. You get what I'm saying? But that gun, yeah. like that, got, gun that gun's that was nowhere. And, all this, and then all we got this weird clunky stuff going on. What were so, you going to say? I was going to say, guys, in the, in the podcast, even the shooting of the gun is still not as smooth as a Borderlands game, though. Like the way no, when agree. he was shooting that rifle, it was kind of it was almost like he had like a water balloon in there. So like it was just like on way like gravity in this world doesn't work the same way it does. And everybody's still world. just walking super slow, like we're following some kind of. Yeah, like this guy looks like he's got got to go poop. You know. Yeah, I, I agree. The motion and the movement is weird. Why is his arms out like that? Like. This I'm guy too to, down here. This guy too. Yeah, I'm not trying to pick it apart, but it's got that old that old vibe where all the characters kind of have this. I'm a character vibe. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah super, I feel like, super NPC. Yes, very NPC. So, yes. And this is releasing what? Or, uh, late December? Early December? Or mid-December? Yeah. So, yeah, I think so. Mid-December. They can't uh, change much of that, you wouldn't think. No. No. Not in a Let's moment. see this dude. Here's another character. What do we got? He looks a little bit better. Yeah. So maybe that has to do with the lighting and the look, environment. Look at the guy, look at the guy to, to the left of him, though. Yeah, I'm still just disappointed yeah. with the texturing on the clothing and, mm-hmm. like, what everybody's too shiny. Like, Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you. That's why I said that's what's giving it that Saints Row vibe. That's how Saints Row was. But yeah, even, I'm yeah, it's just I'm not digging the guns, man. Here's the thing. What's going to be able to save this game, if this is the way it is, it may have been polished since this. I, I don't know. But, um... The, the thing that's going to save this game is if you have a great story development and and, and multiplayer or co-op, that's going to yeah. make a difference too. And if, you, if there's a lot to explore in this map, that's the only thing that, you know, because if you're not just like next level with the graphics, next level with the immersion of the game, then... Don't get me wrong. I loved Saints Row, and it was as cartoony as it gets. I loved it. I, I played so many hours on Saints Row 3. Or two? Was it two we played all the time, Clint? Uh, we, played, we played number one and number two, I think. Okay, but, yeah. Uh, there's just not enough, like, I don't know. I'm pretty, looking at this, guys, like, just being honest, and we can see what happens when the game comes out, but mm-hmm. uh, with the hype that was built around this game and just it being such a big thing, I'm looking at this, and I'm just not. I'm, I'm 50%. Not I'm at 50% of what I expected. That's pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would, so I, would I buy this game the first week it came out? Absolutely not. Nope. No. Nope. Not after this preview. And this is not a next gen title. Again, you know, it's 
It no, it is a next gen title. It just doesn't no, look like it. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just very kind of underwhelming. Um, but but unfortunately, I think it's about where I thought it was going to be in my mind because we haven't seen much. Because even in probably the other gameplay videos, guys. But if you guys are listening, you want to check out the video that we're just ripping to pieces here. It's uh, Cyberpunk 2077 uh, Night City Wire Special. That's the. I guess that's probably the mission that he's on. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the environmental look and the style of the game, like you guys are saying. But there's there there's things with this that I don't like. Okay, so one example I'll give was whenever he was fighting certain enemies, and I noticed mm-hmm. he's only fighting like two, maybe three people at once. Yeah, so that's what I'm not, saying. It's very slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it I felt slow enough that you could kind of like pre-plan. Here's what I'm going to do. Then here's what I'm going to do. Almost like they just put out a video. They had just enough that it kind of feels like gameplay because people like us were complaining about it, um, saying, hey, we don't got any gameplay, and now we're getting nervous about this game. I'm sure we're not the only people who said that. And they put out this video, and it's kind of like, well, but you, just like Clint noticed right off the bat, where's the NPCs? The NPCs mm-hmm. we do have are clunky, but where's that Where's that moving, hustling, bustling city? Yeah, yeah it, it just wasn't there. It was kind of like... Is it loading? Was it it still loading? You know, it was was weird. That's what's frustrating, and and that's why, you know, I'm with Ryan on the, we hate the cinematics sometimes, because we've seen so many trailers for this game, and I clearly even remember one where it shows a town center of one of the city areas where you walk in, Mm -hmm. and there's just a ton of people, and almost like working and trading in a market, and like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's almost alien looking people and it just, it's just it's nothing in that video that I just saw looked like well, that. I think all, if, if all you did from that entire video is take Kiana out of the cinematics and compared him on a side by side of his little character standing in that elevator, you're going to want to shoot somebody in the face. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, too big of a difference. I can't, that kind of difference in the modern day just kind of pisses me off. Yeah. And and also it's it's an eleven minute video and at least eight and a half minutes was us walking through rooms, people mm-hmm. talking to us, but really nothing. No nothing action. Amazing. There was no high pace. Anything. Yeah. Not in the driving. Not in anything. Yeah. Even, so it's almost even like, when it's he's even working, right? Even when he's out there shooting, he's still just kind of moving Cruising. from side to side, just do do yeah. do do. You know? Yeah. Oh, weird. I so agree. It was like watching old school Doom. Back in the day yes. on original yes. PC. <laughs> it's funny. Time. That's what I was thinking. Like we're watching some some Dukem Nukem slowed down slightly, <laughs> but it had that chunky vibe. Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they can get that sucker polished before December yeah. and, and prove us wrong. But I'm watching that. And I'm like, well, you guys go and check out Cyber. You got punked. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're Thank gonna sit back yourself. and watch that dumpster fire. <laughs> Man, uh, we're horrible. We're horrible. Uh, hey, I, well, I don't know what else you could say about that video. Hey, everyone you know, finally good. let out a good gameplay video, and that's what it's going to be. That was a big mistake. Yeah. yeah. Man, somebody somebody getting fired. <laughs> so the last last story I have, Ryan, is related to an old favorite of uh, of all of ours, I think, is uh, the Hitman okay. series. So oh, yeah. IO Interactive Entertainment is celebrating 20 years of Hitman. And... Um, so here we go. Let's let's read this article here. It says that Hitman's turning 20 this month, and to celebrate, IO Interactive Studios 
are commemorating the occasion by sharing moments that they've that they have defined the franchise over the years, as well as teasing what's to come in the upcoming Hitman 3. In a blog post, uh, uh, IO Interactive touched on the history of Hitman leading up to the 20th anniversary, as well as some interesting player statistics. It said Agent 47 was first introduced to the world in November 2000. I'm used to saying 20 now. It's got me thrown Mm -hmm. off. So, yeah, November 2000 with the release of Hitman Codename 47. The franchise has snapped a to- has spanned a total of seven major games with Agent 47 traveling to six continents and performing more than 100 missions. Um, it says across those seven games, we're proud and excited to announce that Hitman franchise now has more than 70 million lifetime players. Nice players. Hitman's kind of like the the dark 007. Yeah. He just keeps, you know, he keeps coming back. He's mm-hmm. he's always going to be here. It seems like, yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. And 007 is the same way. It's like whatever happened. Oh, he's here again. New <laughs> character plays him. Another movie. Yeah. Here we go. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> they made sure to like back up their story in Hitman though, because he's just a clone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're good to yeah. go. Yeah. That's the that's the best thing you could do. Not the clone from Resident Evil though. That's stupid. I don't know that story. Agent 47. Yeah. So they say here that they also detailed that they will be revealing more news about the upcoming Hitman 3 in the lead lead up to the game's launch on January 20th, 2021. They also expressed their gratitude to Hitman fans, saying we are immensely proud to reach the significant milestone of 70 million lifetime players, and we are honored to have such a strong community of players, fans, and partners that have helped us to continue making games, building on Agent 47's legacy and providing hours and hours of enjoyment in the last 20 years. And that's really all they have to say. It says Hitman oh, yeah. 3 will launch January 20th, 2021 on your PS5, on your Xbox Series X, and on your Xbox Series S, and it will not look like Cyberpunk 2077. Right. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to follow shortly after with Hitman Online. Mm. Hopefully. That, that would be. Sweet. That would be. We always yeah. talk about that. But work together as a Hitman team. Yeah. Oh yeah, you have like a, a battle squad. Royale. You know, battle Royale. Battle Royale in Hitman Battle Royale. Oh yeah, real hits out on you, and people get more money depending on how long it's been since you've been killed. And mm-hmm. oh yeah, it'd be an epic game. Endless epic. amounts of microtransactions there because you can make so many little NPCs to play as. You know. True. True. So, well, that's all I have on the news. Congratulations, Hitman. I'm being 20. Are ye scurvy dogs? Where's me Luca? Alright guys, well I got a little review tonight of the PS5 um, and its launch and just some an article here about <clears throat> how it's going over so far. Um, but basically what I'm going to do is read through this article. It's a little, little lengthy, but I'm going to cover it pretty fast and I'll stop in between some segments here that we can talk about. Um, but you know, uh, we've, we've heard different things about the Xbox. We've heard different things about the PlayStation. Um, and I had a couple friends that have gone and picked up theirs from Best Buy this week. So, okay. uh, um, I'm excited for it. 
Um, there's some good things. There's some not so good things, you know, just like every console, but nothing that's turned my head away that uh, I feel like I wouldn't go get this console still. Yeah. So um, we'll start out here. It says the next generation of PlayStation is finally here with the arrival of the PS5. This generation, it seems like the Sony that Sony is sticking with the same approach that made the PS4 so successful. Sell consoles that can play first-party games from Sony's storage franchise. And the supplement or the supplement that lineup or sorry, and supplement that lineup with great third-party titles too. You should expect to see better graphics in your games. And the PS5 will also support high refresh rates, which should make games feel smoother. If you have a displace that that supports these refresh rates, of course. Um, plus, the PS5's custom SSD promises to offer uh, such a leap forward in loading speeds that it could change the way games are designed. We've already reviewed the PS5, and it turns out that the console is pretty good. Its new controller is amazing. Game loads the games load quickly, and the console has more uh, streamlined user interface than the PS4. We felt that it left a great first impression, even if there aren't a lot of actual next generation games to play just yet. So, and I feel like that's the story with Xbox too. It's not like they ever just released a console and had tons of games to play. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's just a, you know, you kind of get a feel for what your console can do. And then the, the game developers play into what is good about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's exciting. Um, it says Microsoft also has a powerful console in the Xbox Series X, which promises better graphics and faster loading times. It, uh, it is also selling the somewhat lower-powered Xbox Series S. The company continues to make Xbox Game Pass, and that is like a Netflix subscription service, but for video games. Mm-hmm. It, um, and it doesn't mind whether you play the games on Xbox or PC. Uh while the PS5 will play most of the PS4 titles, the new Xbox consoles boast backward compatibility with not only Xbox One, but also many Xbox 360 titles and even some of the OG Xbox games as well. We'll have to wait and see which console proves to be better uh, by the long run, but if you want to learn more, you can check out their specs on Xbox and Sony websites. Um so there's actually two PS5 consoles. We've already talked about this. Um, like Microsoft, Sony is actually selling two versions of its upcoming next-generation console. For $499.99, you can buy the PS5 with a 4K Blu-ray drive. But for $100 less at $399.99, you can buy the Digital Edition PS5, which also looks noticeably thinner than its more expensive sibling. Okay. Unlike- their, their Digital Edition is the same... Um- Quality though, right? I mean, it's yes. the same processor and all that good stuff. Just yeah, the only it says unlike Microsoft, the only thing that differences those two versions is which console has a disk drive and how much the other one costs. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're basically buying the disk drive for a hundred dollars if you want mm-hmm. the disk drive or if you don't want the disk drive. I mean, for um, me, I mean, I would automatically go non-disk drive. What do we? I guess I've just moved to that already from PC. So like, what would I be even? Yeah, the only thing I would think about getting the disc drive for is that we don't keep blue, like Blu-ray players in our house anymore. We don't have a DVD player. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so to use that, I've always just used my PlayStation as a Blu-ray player also. 
Okay. Yeah. I guess I don't get Blu-rays anymore either. I do all that digitally too. Yeah. You can, you can get higher quality with the Blu-ray than you do for most most streaming. Yeah. Sites, stuff like yeah. that. So streaming, I do a lot of, and then I even just buy on Apple movies and stuff like that too. But it is nice to have for those old, like when we break out the, uh, you know, Griswold Family Christmas or Christmas Vacation stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, it's nice to have something you can play those on. So. Mm-hmm. That's really why I'd be interested in going ahead and getting the Blu-ray drive, but yeah, um, I guess so it's not much more if you're talking about a quality Blu-ray player that'll it'll play 4K. I'm guessing. And I'm, I'm I was thinking about that, like how much is it to buy a disc drive for your PC? Like, mm. I guess that's included on. Just depends. I mean, they have extra yeah, yeah drives for, you can buy. For but for a Blu-ray player, for even a cheap Blu-ray player, I think they're a couple hundred dollars for a 4K. Yeah, so, I mean, if you look at it that way, you're buying the disc drive, mm-hmm. literally. So, sure. um, the PS5 is powered by a custom eight-core AMD Zen 2 CPU and a custom AMD Ra- Radon um, RDNA 2-based GPU that will provide a 10.28 teraflop flops of raw graphical power. That was a tongue twister. The console also uses variable frequencies on both PS5 CPU and GPU, which could theoretically push the graphics to run slightly faster than normal when the CPU isn't running at peak. Mm-hmm. Though it sounds like the difference is minimal based on the, the presentation that they've provided. If you want to look at this, by the way, there's a couple of videos on the article I'm reading. It's on The Verge, and it's about the, the PS5 um, and all the hardware and everything that's included in it and basically the overview of it. So okay. if you want to go on there, you guys can check that out and look at some of the videos. Okay. Um, the game uh, and the game changing SSD I mentioned earlier, it has uh, 825 gigabytes of storage and 5.5 gigabytes of uh, throughput, which could be fast enough to let uh, game developers build levels without things like elevator rides or winding corridors that actually masks level loading in the background. Just look mm-hmm. at how much faster the games loaded um, on PS5 than PS4 in, in our testings. This is pretty cool, and I'll show you guys this, but they actually have um, some games listed here and the difference in loading time. So Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales on the PS4 had a 1 minute and 27 second loading period. Mm-hmm. Um, on PS5, that is 17 seconds long. Wow. Jeez. That's a no Man's Sky, two minutes, 52 seconds on the PS4, a minute, 34 on the PS5. Okay. okay. Um, Final Fantasy re- Remake, one minute, 29 seconds on the PS4, 35 seconds on the okay. PS5. Um, Genshin Impact, I don't know what that is. Two minutes, 57 seconds on the PS4, and 59 seconds on the PS5. See, I'd like to see some stats like that from the Xbox because the video that I was watching was basically just talking about, like, you know, I think the newer games, not comparing old ones on one to the other, but it was saying pretty much just instant, no loading at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm sure that's for the next-gen games. I'd like to see a comparison for how fast they speed up uh, um, from the old console to the new. That would be interesting to check. This one's funny. I don't know why they even included it, but it's probably because it was made just recently. But Ghost of uh, Chishumia. Mm-hmm. Uh, PS4 is one minute ten seconds. The PS5 is one minute four seconds. So it's like, no, okay, almost no okay, yeah. Maybe it just gone. wasn't optimized well enough. Maybe, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Days Gone was a two minute forty uh, fifty four second on the PS4, and on the PS5 it was a minute and eighteen seconds. 
Okay. Uh, and Death Stranding was a minute and 50 seconds on the PS4 and down to 54 seconds. These must the be PS5. like startup load times because there's hardly ever load times in the middle of the game that last that long anymore, right? Yeah, well... Here's the thing. In, in Okay, so let me give you an example. In God of War, for instance, mm-hmm. like they were talking about, there's not loading screens, right. but there's times where you walk into, like, it's called the Tree of Life right. when, you're, when you're fast traveling, and mm-hmm. you're walking in a circle. You're still in gameplay, kind of, but you're walking in this this tubular circle. Yeah, while it's getting everything ready. Until it loads. I got you. That could be up to two minutes, you know, okay. or whatever you're in there. Yeah. And now the transitions are so much shorter that you don't even need those anymore. So, okay. like, for instance, when I was watching Spider-Man, uh, the gameplay, uh, in the old Spider-Man, there was still loading time. So, like, when you fast traveled, it showed you on the subway, right? Mm-hmm. About a minute or so, then it's it starts you where you're at. On this one, the transitions are so quick, there's no loading, it doesn't look like. So, like, it goes from cutscene into miles swinging in the air and okay. then you take over gameplay or it goes from cutscene to you changing clothes it goes from the top of the building to the bottom of the building gameplay okay. it's just crazy there's no it's so smooth in transition and that's how i was looking on the xbox stuff and i was like dang they yeah. really pumped this it up yeah. it doesn't look like you're ever loading it just it looks like a continuous shot and that yeah. that is so impressive i like so, that those are some of the different loading times so and, you know, those are the things that you don't think about, but that is what separates new generation. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, you should know, though, that some of the uh, some of that 825 gigabytes, and we've talked about this, of storage space is used up by the system mm-hmm. uh, data, th- though, meaning that you only actually get about 667 gigabytes of. Oh. Oh, so it's even less on the PS5 oh. than it is on the Xbox. Yes. See, Dang. that's going to be set. Uh, I hate that. It's not enough. Such an yeah. issue. You can't ever really play anything anymore. And the ever-growing size of games means that you might fill that up uh, very quickly. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops War. Is that the Call same size for the digital too? Probably, yeah, because they're just both. getting rid of the... Yeah. Dang. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War takes up to, or up to yeah, 133 gigabytes, for example, which is nearly 20% of the console's available storage. Yeah, that's just crazy. That's if unacceptable. you want to expand the PS5 storage, you won't be able to at launch. But Whoa. at some point in the future, mm. you'll be able uh, to slot in the Sony certified M.2 SSD. I'm not exactly sure when those SSD cards might become available. So they did the same thing. They made some kind of exclusive expandable deal. Exactly. But at least Xbox allows you to do either. You can yeah. do a regular expandable or you can do the special expandable. Yeah, the way this one is. That's their hookup with Microsoft, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is back in March. Uh, PS5 le- uh, lead system architect Mark uh, Searney said that the SSD certification will likely happen a bit quote, past the console's launch. But um, the Xbox Series X will also have a custom SSD, one with one terabyte of storage, which of which 802 gigabytes is usable, Mm -hmm. but lesser throughout the 2.4 gigabytes. Um, That could wind up being that the Xbox Series X has slower loading times than the PS5 in practice, but it depends on a variety of factors. Yeah, so, you'd have to see a side-by-side side, probably on stuff like that. 
what I've seen is there might be quicker loading times on the PS5, but there's definitely better graphics um, associated with the, the Xbox so far. Okay. Um, the Xbox Series X and S have also had a big diff, uh, differentiator in quick resume, um, mm-hmm. a feature, and Ryan talked about this last time, mm-hmm. a feature that lets you hop between games in about 10 seconds or less, though it's not available with every game. Uh, uh, and then on the PS5, you're probably waiting a bit longer for things to load when jumping into new games. Yeah, it doesn't give you that free pause mode to just pause it kind of wherever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know exactly how much people will use that because it's a feature that we've never ever had. Right. So it's not like one of those, oh, yeah, definitely. I love to jump out of this game and into that game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, part of me says it matters if, if people find out that it's causing the game they're playing to, to run slower because that other one's frozen in the background, they're not going to use it. They're just going to close that out and it'll right. be obsolete. The only time I could see myself using something like that is when I have a friend over and we're playing different sports games. Yeah, true. Yeah. All right, let's play MLB now. Okay, let's play basketball now. Like, right. Just, right. Yep. Um. So yeah, then it goes on to just compare all the specs, the CPU, and the GPU between different, you know, the Xbox and PlayStation. But I'm not going to go through all that again. If you want to look at all that, yeah. you can go on the Verge and check that out. Um, but it says the PS5 supports up to 8K output and promises 4K graphics at up to 120 HZ fresh rate. Um, oh, so it's the same thing. That's the yeah. same thing the Xbox boasted, 120 frames at, at 4K, and then you're supposed to be able to do 8K upconvert type stuff. Yep. Okay. The console's uh, improved power or horsepower also means that you can expect to see ray tracing, and this is what I was talking about with you guys earlier which can lead to more realistic effects in game environments like reflections on windows. Check out the ray tracing in the new Spider-Man um, remastered. So you got Spider-Man remastered plus the new Spider-Man Miles Morales. Right. Um, both have the new ray tracing in it, and it is phenomenal, guys. I didn't think – when I was hearing the description of this from the gamer I was listening to, I was like, big deal. Like, we're going to yeah. trace light better in the game. You don't realize how much that impacts the graphics mm-hmm. until you watch it. You know, because when he's flying through those buildings and the reflection is correct, it's like baffling. You're it's like, like watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just see him flying through these two buildings and his his shadow or his reflection is going with you on both sides. And then it's reflecting the building across from it, plus the cars below. And then you get even to the smallest details. Uh, when I was watching him, where Spider Man dropped into this building and there was ray tracing off of his suit. It's like, whoa, you know, those little details, like we said, we don't think about, but mm-hmm. it's the future in gaming. It's it's mm-hmm. it's appealing to our eyes. We don't realize what we've been missing. Yeah, you don't know it's missing until it's there, and you go, oh, yeah, that's more like reality. Yep. Mm-hmm. So here's another thing I didn't know about. The PS5 also supports 3D audio, which Sony said will let you see with sound in a commercial shared in August. We don't know exactly how 3D will sound. will be all... Uh, utilized in games just yet um and it's worth mentioning sony has also tried to sell this feature to on the ps4 um so we'll have to see wait and see just how much better the 3d audio is on ps5 um and it may just be another way to market their 100 dollars pulse 3d wireless headset so um the ps5 has three usb ports uh, one on the front two on the back and one usb c port on the front so they have. Well, sorry. I mean, if you guys, if you guys haven't listened to like uh, Dolby Atmos, 
don't yeah. know if, if you guys have been anywhere that has Atmos instead of regular, the regular surround sound. It's incredible. All like right. I instantly was like, okay, I need that. Yeah. I don't have the money. Well, the, but... the PlayStation VR had the the headset it came with the little tiny but earbuds. Mm-hmm. It supported 3D audio. And so I know okay. exactly what you're talking about because it can do, you don't really think about it, but it had like situations like it had a Resident Evil demo where she's yeah. running around and it made it sound like she went upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah chains, not just behind you and in yeah, front so of the, you, but the on chain's top actually of you. on top of you and you're, so you're looking up mm-hmm. like, what the freak? Mm-hmm. And then right, you realize, yeah. oh, this is a game. You know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's a big game changer as far as mm-hmm. your, and I imagine. your gaming experience. If we can go as far as the ray tracing thing, that they're going to be able to utilize sound in a in a great way like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. um, we've seen sound in the last four, three, 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 four years just go through the roof. Oh yeah, the sound in Call of Duty, the sound, and even DayZ, which is such an unpolished game, but they've done such a good job on the sound, mm-hmm. on the you know picking up where it's from and the distance, and your brain feeling like that's real life when you're listening to it. Yep. As we've never had that before, so that's a whole new era we're kind of moving into. And I love I love the sound. I think it impacts games in a huge way, and I think that's why people have moved away from surround sound into headsets because right. it's got a whole. Because this, you know, this headset right here has Atmos. We're all going to so be wearing hearing aids when we're in our fifties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? What did you say? say? The, all those horror games say best used with headphones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You mm-hmm. know, sets the ambiance. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, gives you that freaky mm-hmm. song. Yep. Clint throws his mouse across. Knock your kid out on accident because they snuck up on you. Yeah. So in addition to those three USB ports, there's also obviously an Ethernet port on the back um, and an 802.11ax Wi-Fi, a.k.a. Wi-Fi 6. So I don't know if you you can connect with a better Wi-Fi with that or what, but um, all of the hardware is packed into the biggest game console in modern history. That's right, the PS is the biggest console we've seen seriously the uh one with the disc drive is approximately uh 390 millimeters by 140 millimeters by 260 millimeters uh that's about 15.4 inches tall 4.1 inches deep and 10.2 inches wide compare that to the xbox series x the larger of uh, microsoft's next generation consoles which is about 301 millimeters by 151 millimeters by 151 millimeters. Hmm. Um, and both consoles are much bigger in dimension than the Xbox Series S, obviously. So they're saying and it's bigger even than the original Xbox. They're past. Yeah. Man, that's a big daddy. I'm yeah, it's sure. definitely. It's way bigger than the original Xbox. Yeah. yeah. It's huge. Yeah, my, my question is, though... Um, Oh, you said something about how big it is. I was wondering how heavy it is because when I read that that Xbox fridge weighed ten pounds, that blew me away. That's a heavy freaking console. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be close. It's got to be a little bit more than that, probably, but not too much. It's because they're built different. You know, obviously that mm-hmm. Xbox is more of a square or like a cube. Uh, this, even though it is bigger, looks slender. So mm-hmm. it's a rectangle, not a cube. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's cubic, cubic shape. I'm just being a douche. Uh, no, you are one. You can't be one when you are yeah, one. Okay. Re- reviews have found that all three of these new consoles are remarkably cool and quiet, which is a welcome difference for the next gen. Um, so they're all, you know, 
they got that quietness to them. None of them are catching fire, thank goodness. Nothing's smoking. That was a good prank, whoever decided to do that on the internet. Yeah. Um, they're quiet. They are glitching, I mean, it's, though. Performing well, so... Yeah. It's funny when you think about this and you go, you know, these computers nowadays are huge, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. cares about their game PC. They're just monsters sitting on your desk. Exactly. Fans <laughs> just <laughs> kicking butt. Watch them. They're like, sounds, sounds like a freaking airplane's in your closet. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. And my, PC, my PlayStation used to get a little hot, you know? Yeah. Well, like I noticed, I'd charge up my old PC. It's kind of cold back here in the winter. But you turn that mm-hmm. sucker on, dude. I'm like, whoo. So I don't have much left, but this is the part we've been waiting for. If you are a PlayStation fan, you probably already know about this. Um, this is what we've been uh, anticipating. And this might be what gives us a little edge this year um, oh. with these generations. It is the DualShock controller. Um, and it, it might be the most next-gen part of the PS5. Um the PS5 Dual Sense, right? That's what you meant to say. Yeah, sorry, not Dual Shock. We, we have been waiting to find out what's it really all about. Yeah, because that's the thing I was interested in. So yeah. the PS5 controller is significant uh, departure from the Dual Shock line that you might be familiar with from the other PlayStation console. But it has a number of brand new features that might make it the most interesting aspect of the PS5. Let's start with the design. Sony's Dual Shock. Controllers have generally kept a similar design from generation to generation, but the PS5's new DualSense controller is the first PlayStation controller that doesn't look anything like the original. Yeah, it's um, more like an Xbox controller. And while the DualSense does have the basic layout PlayStation fans are familiar with, a directional pad um, and buttons on one half and two control sticks on the bottom um, and the center touch bar from the DualShock 4, the whole shape of the controller is new um, with pointier handles and broader lines, and it has a striking two-tone design. The DualShock 4's share button, which lets you grab screenshots, take videos, and broadcast gameplay, has been changed to the create button on the DualSense. Though it has similar functionality in the improvement of the PS4, though the PS5 automatically captures the last 60 minutes of your gameplay and up to 15 minutes at 1,080 uh, resolution and 60 frames per, frames per second. The PS5 will also let you manually capture gameplay in 4K if you tweak a few settings to do so. Okay. Mm. Um, it's not just the look of the DualSense that's new, though. Traditional rumble has been replaced with haptic feedback, which should give you different levels of feedback depending on what's happening in your game. The controller also has adaptive triggers that can simulate different resistances, which could be used to do things like add tension when you're pulling back a bow. And if you were curious, here's a look at the mechanism. Again, if you guys want to check this out, they have a a little cool uh, screenshot or a little video of how the mechanism works um, in, in the back of the PlayStation remote. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, my colleagues Andrew Webster and Tom Warren have both been impressed by the dual sense. Andrew wrote an article covering how currently available PS5 games use the controller's new feature already. In Fortnite, for example, if you feel, uh, or for example, you, you will feel different levels of resistance on the trigger based on which weapon you are using. Oh. Tom is also, um, also has a video demonstrating Astro's Playroom 
which is a game designed to show off the features of the DualSense um, that is included with the PS5 when you buy it. Hmm. Um, and I watched this a little bit, so I'll kind of expand on it. Um, but basically, there's different things that go into this to immerse you into the game. Uh, like they said, the the trigger buttons change in pressure, but the vibrations are completely different. So um, he stepped over a fan in this gameplay, and there was actually air coming out of the remote. Wow. Uh, plus, the vibration was set to such a low frequency that it felt like he was on a fan. Mm. Um, and so then you, he goes on a little bit further in the map, jumps onto this slide, and starts going down. And he goes, guys, the vibration has completely changed. Um, it does feel like I'm sliding down something. There's a like a, a slower and it goes on and goes on to different levels in the game where different things are happening. Um, where he's walking on sand and the crunch is put into the remote of him walking mm. on sand, mm. different things like that. So very cool. And that, that is something that's um, I think is going to set it apart is the immersion of that feeling. Means- making feel in the game by those really really good with your vr headset too yeah Yeah. so the dual sense also has a built-in microphone in addition to its speaker but there's still a 3.5 millimeter um headphone jack that you can plug headphones uh if you prefer um it's also the first sony controller with a usb-c port um so yeah if you want to buy more than one DualSense, additional controllers will run you. Can you guys guess the price? One twenty dollars. Seventy dollars. Yeah, baby. Mm. <laughs> With a slight increase from the fifty nine ninety nine you originally paid for DualShock Four, Sony is also selling a twenty nine ninety nine charging dock that lets you charge two DualSense controllers at a time. Hey, so okay. they bumped up sixty nine to this, or from fifty nine ninety nine to sixty nine ninety nine. Not to hijack your story here, Hunter, mm-hmm. but that's the perfect example of what we were talking about earlier, Ryan, where mm-hmm. they took a controller that essentially was the same controller for years and priced it at $60 all those years. Mm-hmm. Nothing changed exactly. with how you developed that controller. Nothing. And I'm exactly. sure things got cheaper to make that, right? Oh, sure? yeah. So, anyway. But this new controller is different, so it's yeah, worth yeah, 70 yeah. No, isn't no, it? No, 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 no. I know, but I'm just saying, look how many generations... We right. pretty much had the same controllers. Right, yeah. Now we're you. finally getting something new. Yeah. So, and then to wrap this up, I'll, I just want to touch on um, some of the games that are available right now on the PS5. Um, but it says, like we talked about, um, you'll have a, a few exclusive games to pick from at launch, and 70 is the new 60 So $70 is what you're expecting to pay for these games. Um, some of the new that will be alongside the console are Astro's Playroom, like we talked about. It's made by Japan Studios. It's pre-installed on your PS5 when you get it. Um, that's the one that showcases your new controller. You have uh, Demon Souls by Blueprint Games in Japan Studios at seventy dollars. Um, Destruction All Stars. I've heard amazing reviews on Demon Souls. Yep. So far, uh, graphics and everything. Yes, mm-hmm. Lucid. Lucid Games um, and XD or XDev makes Destructive All Stars, and that's again seventy bucks. Here's something that surprised me, and look, I think that Insomniac Games is on the same level as Mister Hunter. 
because Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, just the regular game, forty nine ninety nine. There you go. Hmm. Because they know that there's not enough gameplay. There's it's a short. short yes, because when you read it earlier, I I, no, I noticed it said Ultimate Edition. The one that was seventy was called mm-hmm. Ultimate Edition. Yes, mm-hmm. and there is an Ultimate Edition on here for seventy bucks. So okay. Um, but I I have heard over and over again that this Marvel Spider-Man is so much shorter than the last one because it's just kind of a preview to what what, what they're bringing, bringing to the console. So I wonder why they didn't make it full full scale because that the last Spider-Man did so well. So to make this one short, I don't think that was a very good idea. No, I don't think I, I don't it know. Been I know they had to that question. For time, they they for did really good on it, but I just think they shortened the story. I, I well, it may also be them trying to make it for PS4 and PlayStation Five. Yeah, and and with time situation, they may just be like, eh. Yeah, maybe I don't know. The last uh, new release here that comes with it or with the launch is Sackboy: A Big Adventure, Sumo Digital, and I think that is uh uh sequel or a part of the oh what is that called little big, little planet. big planet yeah yeah and so um it says if you opt to keep your ps4 instead of upgrading to ps5 though you won't be missing out on all of those games because spider-man and Sackboy are available on ps4 uh and sony also plans to release horizon forbidden west the sequel to horizon uh, zero dawn mm-hmm. on okay. the ps4 also um and if you buy any of these three games for your PS4, Sony will give you a free upgrade to their PS5 versions. Oh, that's However, cool. if you buy the PS4 disc version of those games, you'll only be able to play the PS5 upgraded version on PS5 with a di- PS5 with a disc drive. Okay. Um, mm. You might have noticed the $69.99 price on some of the Sony <laughs> PS5 games. Um, no, you're not. Your eyes do not deceive you. Some games will have a $10 increase from the $59.99 you might be used to paying for new games. Although Sony games or although Sony says games from its studios will be priced between $49.99 and $69.99, moving forward, it seems likely that you'll be paying a high end of the spectrum for more and more of the generation goes on. Um, so in addition to these Sony titles, there will be a handful of third-party titles available as well, including Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, Call of Duty's Black Ops Cold War, Devil May Cry 5, Fortnite, Observer, um, and Sony is also offering a collection of PS4 games that you can download and play on your PS5 at launch if you have a PS Plus prescription. Okay. Or subscription, sorry, not a prescription. Um, <laughs> some of Sony's biggest... are. First-party PS4 hits are part of that collection, but there are a number of third-party titles in the mix, too. Here are the first-party games available to you. Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit Becoming Human, God of War, Infamous Second Son, Ratchet & Clank, The Last Guardian, The, Fir- or the Last of Us Remastered, mm-hmm. Until Dawn, and Uncharted 4 at Thief's End. The third-party games will include Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 Zombie Chronicles Edition, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy Royal Edition. Um, I guess it's Final Fantasy 7. Uh, Monsters Hunter World, Mortal Kombat X, or I don't read Roman Normals, guys, I'm sorry. Persona <laughs> 5, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Okay. okay. So that's... And so that's that's the that's the previous gen. 
Yes. Okay. Those are those are all the previous gen games that will be available to you to play if you're a PlayStation Plus member. Right. Gotcha. Um, and then, of course, most PS4 games will work on the PS5. Right. So okay. if you already have a bunch of games, you can always play those. Yes. And o- so overall, how was the launch, Hunter? So far, so good. Um, on uh, on this article, what he's talked about, you know, has been going over good with people. Um, I haven't seen it. Doesn't talk anywhere on here about anything blowing up or <laughs> negative. <laughs> yeah, any 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 bad things. I know that you had mentioned something that I must have not seen that there's some both both consoles have had some issues, but. Yeah, uh-huh. I, well, I think on um, I think on PlayStation side, it was like whenever they put their stuff in arrest mode, if the game's still on, like they've had games like locking up, and so they're literally having to send PlayStations in to have them. Uh, I think they said reseated. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, see, yeah. I haven't even heard of that. Um, so they're just they're just sending notifications, just sending in, we'll fix it kind of stuff. Um, right. And then Xbox has had uh, some issues as well. Um, not not excluding, of course, the the smoking hoax. They've right. had some software issues glitching up and um, some fixes like that that are going to have to take place. But I don't look at any of that as totally negative because it's kind of what no, we're not the first beginning. It's right. so, and that's what I was talking to you about. I think that's why I don't like to buy the new consoles the first week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like both consoles have their own red ring of death right now. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't think it's huge, you know, but it's enough that people are talking about it. But okay. you know, I think that that might be something that you just kind of have to expect going forward with these bigger scaled computing systems. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. when you're working with more hardware, you have to expect there might be a little more kinks you need to work out. Well, like uh, having like PlayStation Five, that makes sense if they're having to reseat the uh, the CPU and stuff like that. Probably just means in the shipping. It got bumped too hard and yep. jacked up the the hookup. So, mm-hmm. so not one hundred percent sure, but um, I do know they're having some more releases of the PlayStation um, later into December that they're that they're doing. But um, kind of hard to get a hold of them right now. You just got to go out there yeah. and look, see what stores have them, because uh, not everyone's created equal right now. And I know. <clears throat> they didn't do any big midnight releases or anything like that. It was mainly pre-orders and then right. day of day of sales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit different vibe than what we're all used to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because of good old COVID. Yeah, good old COVID. We need to make a video game of COVID where we just kill it over and over again. <laughs> you know? Maybe twenty twenty one will be the year of. Good video game stuff. Could, yeah. be the, could you be the year Bud Light, man? Never know what they're coming up with next. Mm-hmm. Big 4K. Add another three games. Bud, that. Light, Bud Light 30 packer. Yeah. I'm wondering if that six pack, you know, they only named off like two games. I wonder mm-hmm. if since it's a six pack, you get six, get games. six games. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. And then, okay, where's, where's my 12 pack, baby? Mm hmm. It's probably PlayStation graphics. Also oh, PlayStation One. Yeah, it's probably like arcade. Arcade. Yeah. Arcade. Yeah. yeah. Pixel Pixel City. 
and you're right. paying a thousand bucks because it's just a unique thing that's a gag gift. If you're gonna do wow. that, you just gotta do like twisted metal and some cool games like that from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And that's just what they're reselling for. I don't know what their original price was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, that's all we got. That's it. That's all the news, <laughs> all the events. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope yeah, it was good. Yeah, we hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving if you're from the U.S. If you're not, go ahead and just go get a turkey sandwich for us. You know? <laughs> yeah. And if you don't eat turkey, turkey sandwiches, go get ham or whatever you eat in your country. Yeah, turkey's overrated, dude. Eat a steak or something. Yeah. <laughs> Prime rib. I'm always yeah, like excited. Just eat whatever you want and call it Thanksgiving. You know, we don't yeah. care. Yeah. Friendsgiving, you know, fam giving, mm-hmm. you know, Corona giving, whatever you can call it. Yeah. All right, guys. Stay delirious. Stay daddy. And stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.